devotion to Mary and love of the tabernacle should be one and the same. You know, this is really true. Mary and Jesus, they always go hand in hand. And Mary teaches us how to love her son. We we know Mary, she has different titles. And one of them is Mary, the first tabernacle or the Ark of the Covenant. And we know Mary, she was the first one to have Jesus Christ in her, in her womb. And she is going to teach us today in, in this short reflection of how to really love our Eucharistic Lord. Let's ask for her intercession so that each one of us would have our hearts set aflame with love for Christ in the Eucharist. So thinking about tabernacles, we know what they are. We see them in the churches and cathedrals and and chapels. Sometimes we just take it for granted and don't really think twice about the fact that it's Jesus Christ himself living or dwelling in inside, that it's him truly present, his body, blood, soul, and divinity, just waiting for us to go visit him and and give him our, our attention and our love. And the catechism reminds us, quoting, that the tabernacle should be constructed in a way that it emphasizes and manifests the truth of the real presence of Christ in the Blessed Sacrament. And we know that it's it's really the Eucharist that's dwelling there, and, and we're called to be those living tabernacles as well. And so we're going to reflect with our mother Mary, considering three ways that she really was a, a fit dwelling place for Christ, that Mary can model for us three ways of how to make our hearts that living tabernacle as well. And that is Mary was pure, she was humble, and she was silent. First of all, Mary was pure. We know that her whole life revolved around one person, her son, Jesus Christ. Her heart had no other loves. It wasn't divided between Jesus and other people or ambitions or dreams or possessions. She was empty so that she could be filled with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Mary teaches us that we can't have any other loves but Christ alone, that we must be pure of heart. So it's a good chance to reflect today and to consider what is in my heart that's not leaving room or space for for Christ. Is it different ambitions or maybe it's possessions? Maybe it's a dream that we've had but that is ours and not from God. It really makes me think, Mary helps me reflect to consider, am I really open with nothing else so that God will enter and that he, with his will and his plan, will reign in my heart and in my life? Secondly, Mary, she's humble. St. Bernard, I love this quote, he reminds us, if you can't equal Mary's absolute purity, at least imitate her humility. So if we can't be as pure as Mary, let's try to be humble. And Mary's humility is what allowed her to have such an intimate relationship with Christ, that of being the mother of God. Sometimes we get confused with humility. and, And so it's important to remember the true definition, and it's recognizing who we are and what we are, 
and what we're worth in the eyes of God and those around us. It's an emptying of ourselves to allow God to work in us with his grace. And we think about Mary and she didn't put herself first. She always put the Lord before her own glories, her own uh, having being recognized for her great uh, act of trust and, and faith. No, we see it in the Annunciation, how she you know, was really humble because she didn't want to receive praise. She wanted the Lord to, uh, to be honored. And also in her Magnificat, when she goes to visit her cousin Elizabeth, that she says, she wanted to proclaim that God has done great things in us, that his name is holy. She didn't want to boast about any any of her qualities, but just recognizing that God worked miracles in her. How many times are we motivated by gaining the esteem of others or seeking approval from coworkers or family members or friends? I think about myself, do, do I want to claim the success as my own or take credit? Or do we know that everything we do is directed to God? I think about too, even in my own life, when things go well, and I don't know if it's giving a presentation or even just uh, something simple like having a, a dinner turn out well for my sisters and um, in community, and maybe then I'll start getting uh, thinking about myself and getting puffed up and think, oh, like I I'm great, but actually that's really taking the glory away from God, who He's the one who gives gifts and talents and successes and. Mary really teaches us to direct everything, everything to our Lord. And lastly, Mary, she was silent. She was silent and reflective, and she really pondered God's work in her. There's two moments in scripture where it says that she kept all these things in her heart. First, after the nativity and when the shepherds went to visit her at the stable in Bethlehem, and Mary was yeah, amazed at, at all the things that were happening. And it says that Mary kept all these things, pondering them in her heart. And later after uh, Jesus was found in the temple, after being lost a few days, Mary and Joseph found him teaching among the, the elders. And it says that Mary kept these things in her heart. She wants, Mary wants to remind us that we really do need to take time to ponder the mystery of God's presence in our ordinary lives, to reflect on the mystery of God's presence in each and every moment, in the busy times, in the more peaceful times, in the ups and the downs. I know I'm the first one to it. I'll admit it that when things get busy, I really get set on autopilot and just go through the motions of my day and trying to get things done and check the to-dos off and never really pausing to ask God what he wants from me or why he sends me certain missions or challenges or, or the blessings also that he sends and why he puts certain people in my life, what his plan is. And so it's important to take some time to be silent, to reflect and, and ask God and listen to him and see what he's trying to teach us and show us and and form us and, and receive his love and his plan. So in conclusion, let's turn to Mary. Let's learn from her that we need to have pure hearts, humble hearts, and silent hearts. That's what's going to make us a, a living tabernacle. 
so Christ will dwell in us. To make time for prayer, to make time to listen. Let's not have any other loves than than Christ. We also have to be humble and recognize that everything we are and do is directed to God and comes from Him. And finally, we must pause to reflect and ponder of the presence and work of God in our daily lives. Let's end with a prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Holy Mother, I love you because you are the mother of Jesus and my mother. I come before you to tell you that I love you truly with my whole being, my entire soul, with all the tenderness of a child for its mother and more. I beg you to open the tabernacle so that Jesus may come to me through your hands. I need him. I know I can't do it without him and and he's yours. I ask you to give him to me, mother. And grant that he may be mine in time and eternity. That I would never take the Eucharist for granted. That I would love him with my whole heart. We ask this all in your name. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hi everyone, my name is Eric Gallagher, the founder of Sushipe, the online community and formation platform for disciples. I wanted to take a moment to thank you for listening and also to encourage you to check out our online community at sushipe.co. That's S-U-S-C-I-P-E dot C-O. At sushipe.co, we're constantly offering free book studies, self-guided mini retreats, opportunities for family fun, prayer, and more. If you're interested in engaging with a community of individuals who are desiring to grow deeper in their spiritual lives, check out sushipe.co and get involved today.